Welcome to the It's a Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garricks, coming to you from the Circo Hotel at the Fairfield Comedy Club, part of the Connecticut Comedy Festival, with the amazing Claire Livingston. Claire, how are you? I'm well, Joe. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Claire, you've been uh, you've been sort of uh, recruited onto the team of I late have. with the festival starting. Uh, you're an aspiring comic. Sure am. What do you think of all this? It's honestly, it's been a pleasure as well as I think a bit of a privilege to be able to watch so many incredibly accomplished as well as just general upcoming artists come and perform here. I think it's honestly been a bit of a silver lining for the comedy club to be able to have these people come because there's honestly nowhere else to go a silver uh, lining to to what cloud Claire? I, what's I, the cloud you know, i would say it's a silver lining to the one big cloud of smoke we're receiving from california oh you think that cloud I didn't yeah that one that cloud there's so many clouds there's a lot I, of clouds going on out yeah. there yeah but we we have been lucky so yeah we've had a lot of great talent uh i mean in mm-hmm. the last week we went from Mike Birbiglia to Bill Burr to Hassan Minaj to Ronnie Chang to Brian Regan back to Mike Birbiglia. Um, so fun week. And you were at, I think, every one of them, right? You saw, did you I see was. everybody? Okay. I was. So what was your favorite? Hmm. Um. And I'm definitely going to tag everyone you don't mention in the description <laughs> of this podcast. I would expect no less. Um. Hmm. I would say... Brian Regan. Brian to Regan. no one's surprise, I would say Brian Regan. Why is except that to for no perhaps actually except to perhaps my own surprise. Only because I'm used to and acquainted with and just honestly was very much introduced to comedy under the guise of sort of the Lenny Bruce model where it's where you get to say the things you don't get to say generally. Yeah, in human you interaction. Seem like you came up in Lenny Bruce's era. I do, don't I? Yeah, a little bit more George Carlin, <laughs> though I will say. <laughs> um, but just generally used to comedians being able to use a lot of um, unpleasant language mm-hmm. or that which you wouldn't use even so when joking with friends. Things a little edgier. A little edgier, yes. But yet, Brian Regan was your favorite. But and he's particularly not edgy. And I, yeah, and he's known for not being edgy. And though I just generally like him in general, it continues to amaze and impress me the way that he's able to be so innovatively funny and just have such a grasp on comedy and not having to fall onto what some people would say just kind of the out of finding the humor and being able to throw in a swear and make some kind of um uh just some kind of expression using just like the color of words to be able to point fun at something he's able to come at that with such a unique voice by it's being almost able to find the funny graceful i think um in a way i was actually i was talking with Berbigley about regan just like at the end of the show and what we were talking about was like regan is like he's for everybody there's like no comic who like everybody's in their wheelhouse like Mm -hmm. there is no one 
that could go see Brian Regan and not enjoy him. No one would be like, well, this isn't really my cup of tea. Right. You know, like, yeah, I, I was very impressed with Regan. I, I thought he was fantastic. Um, I was very excited about Ronnie's show. I thought Ronnie was fantastic. Right. I actually didn't have that much exposure to Ronnie beforehand. I'd heard some of him, but I hadn't really had the long term bit. I think I heard him open for a couple of people, if not just generally featured on some sort of TV shows and podcasts. But to hear him long form was just very, it was really unique. It was just so funny and you could tell that he put a lot of thought into every aspect of it and it was just but even when it seemed like he was riffing it seemed like he was coming from a place that was very genuine very well thought out and he's just so articulate with the way that he's able to come by it yeah no and he's talking about things which like i feel like stand up at its best is like when there's a point to it right right it's not just funny but it makes you like think and, and he's great at that and i also feel like ronnie is like just like at, he's like at the tip of the iceberg. I think he's going to be mm-hmm. so monstrous and great. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. He really leaves an impression. In I basically asked your opinion just so I could share my own. Classic, yeah, no, no. Classic that, man stuff. I kind of figured that was the whole idea when you asked me to be a part of this, that you just kind of wanted to bounce off of what I said to make your yeah, points Yeah, and you've clear. been really just chewing up a lot of air time. I'm really good at that, <laughs> as you should have expected. Right, Caitlin? She's been talking a lot, considering it's I my I fill podcast. up airtime when I'm not even on a microphone. <laughs> Caitlin can also testify to that. There will be no awkward, silent moments on this podcast. Absolutely Claire none. will fill them. <laughs> So what are you uh, what are you looking forward to, uh, both in terms of the festival and beyond? What am I looking forward to, in terms of comedy, or just like in terms of? You know what? Go with it wherever you would like. I have no I have no plan here. Honestly, there are so many places I wouldn't like to go, so I think that's where I'm going to start by just narrowing it down. Oh, I thought you were going to start the places <laughs> you want to go. I'm like, that's a very odd strategy. It would be. It would There's be a, a lot of things strategy. I don't want to talk about, so let's start with those. Get them out of the way. Let's start with the thing I want to talk this about. Is a 15 minute, this is a 15-minute podcast, so we can <laughs> stay strictly to things you want to talk about. I'm honestly very interested to see the way that the circumstances have inspired or just generally informed the way that artists as a group um perform or just generally the content they're putting out the way that this quarantine specific as it is in the way that everybody talks to each other like oh it's so weird can't leave my house can't talk to people can't see my friends or family and it's all obviously sad devastating just the worst of a bad situation but there's so much nuance to it that I think we're all discovering over the last couple of months being able to experience different areas of life that we never really thought of in these kinds of terms with these kinds of restrictions so I think there's a lot of comedy to be found there just generally a lot of entertainment and I'm very interested this is a very roundabout and vague answer to what are you looking (laughs) forward to (laughs) I'm looking forward no. to my birthday in December. Is that like, what you wanted? I think you just like had a very long way of saying, I'm looking forward to comedy in general. I like laughing. Is there anything specific that you're looking for? Are there any shows that you're looking forward to? Is there anything that's going to happen in the winter that you're looking forward to? Is it just like, I wonder how comics will adjust to the <laughs> pandemic? 
I can't think that much forward in time. I can't get past the next know, couple of like days. Do I don't want to think long term. I like thinking very abstract. Anything in the next couple of days you're looking forward to? Um. Guess uh, not. <laughs> Guess not. Mike Benoya. Definitely. Mike Benoit, yeah. And Roy Wood and Jim Twos. That's going to be fun. It's going to be very fun. I'm very excited about Roy. I mean, I'm very excited about Mike, but. You know, we Mike is, uh, you know, fortunately for us here a lot, but uh, I'm, I've never seen Roy perform before live. And I think he's an excellent comic. So I'm very excited for that. I think no matter how much people think they've prepared to perform here, they really don't understand what they're getting into. <laughs> so they come out and they're like, all right, it's a backyard and a motel. So you've already kind of got low expectations for that. And then they get into the grass and it's not even like officially grass it's there's garbage green, everywhere right? it's not even remotely all right all right green. there's not garbage everywhere Claire. there Jesus is garbage Christ. everywhere all right well this pot is now not usable <laughs> i'm the one As that like picks up the, the garbage so that's why you don't know festivals, like there's just garbage everywhere <laughs> including the comics oh my god Claire is fired <laughs> fired i'm not even sure i should let her continue to pot at this point just Shit talking our best. There's not garbage <laughs> everywhere. No, Look, I mean, I'll be honest. The yard has a lot of grass that isn't green, uh, but it's not like covered in shit. <laughs> yeah, you're just not the one cleaning it up. That's what it all comes oh down to. I'm the you one know, that brought the recycling. People bin. in the <laughs> pandemic bitching about having a job. Give me a <laughs> Wait, what's that? A live fire? I don't even know how to do that. Am I doing that now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I thought that was like some kind of streaming thing. So you think I should actually just fire her right now? This will play in court later on. I I don't know. Caitlin and Beecher both want to see you get fired right now. I will I will build a class action against <laughs> you. you. Know Let me just tell like, you. I would have two options. I could either fire her and keep the podcast or just not use the podcast. And not fire her. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the question is, like, how much do I want to use this podcast? You can't keep me away. I'm still going to show up. <laughs> that is extremely stalkerish. I'm going to loiter in the parking lot. <laughs> I'm going to heckle every single person All right, that comes you're, on. You're That's not what Claire, you want. You're still hired. You're still hired. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but don't tell Ross it's that easy to keep a job. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I, I sure hope never. the 50 people who listen to this like our inside jokes. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, listeners, we're having a lot of fun at the hotel tonight. We sure are. <laughs> it will say, I can say anything about it. We're having a lot of fun at the hotel. Claire, enjoying this moment, but nothing to look forward to beyond it. <laughs> I'm not even thinking about what I'm going to do when I get home. <laughs> We we talked about Fenoy and Roy Wood Jr. Beecher, and you were in the room. Oh my god! Oh okay. That's you're just all right. I mean that's true. He's got a. Do you think he's gonna make any Mean Girls references? There's like a lot of stuff going on in social media on October third, having to do with Mean Girls. You're aging yourself by not reacting to it. I'm reacting confused. (laughs) 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 All right, explain this to me. What's the Mean Girls thing? Uh, Oh, there's literally a line where Lindsay Lohan says. What day is it? And, oh, God, I don't even remember what his name is. But the guy that plays Aaron Samuels says it's October 3rd. So every October 3rd, one of them makes a joke about it. And the Internet just goes crazy. So this isn't about our show. No, it's not. 
I thought you were asking, is Roy Wood going to make a joke about Mean Girls? No, no, but like, no, 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 no. I'm still me. asking about that. And I expect him to. If he doesn't, I don't know what you I'm going to do. You expect Roy Wood to make a joke about Mean Girls. I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is there a reason why he would? Outside of this random You don't know thing? Roy Wood as well as I do. Clearly. So does he have some connection to Mean Girls that I'm not aware of? I'm not going to talk about Roy Wood's interests in front of you if he hasn't disclosed them to you. All right. Well, this is getting <laughs> weird. <laughs> Caitlin, can we get you back on? <laughs> Caitlin, can you wrestle that mic away from Claire, please? It'll be a hard task. <laughs> I don't know. She lifts. Uh... I have seen her bicep. I saw her bicep recently. I know. I saw it her bicep impressive. tonight, and I was like, holy fuck, Like Caitlin could kick my fucking ass. I'm like, I'm going to... Stay on her good side and only bring up one awkward conversation <laughs> on your podcast. <laughs> By the way, Joe, you said you were going to make some jokes about me. I did. I did. And you gave me a lot of great material, actually. I know. Um, but I, it takes time to fine tune this. Um, so I believe what you told me, if I'm recalling, is that you've had seven concussions. True. Uh, none of which <laughs> have happened from sports. Correct. Uh some of them you don't remember, which I can only assume was some kind of physical abuse that you blocked <laughs> out. <laughs> but there was one that you mentioned, and I'm I'm gonna search my text messages on Claire and flopping. I feel like you said flopping. Um, I'm not gonna finish it for you. I want you to say it. You, I'm trying to see if I remember it. Oh, flopping. Nope. Now I'm just getting NBA text messages. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I found it. Explain the fish flop. All right. Um, Oh, here they are. <laughs> <laughs> if I sleep in socks, I always wake up with the right one off. That's true. Okay. Uh, but I don't think that's a concussion. All right. Concussion <laughs> one. You ran into a tether ball pole in pitch dark. I did. I did. I was in a really terrifying neighborhood. I was playing manhunt. I had one friend holding one hand and one friend holding the other. And each decided to run around the tether ball pole, which left me to go directly into it. Do you think this was intentional? This sounds like something intentional. You know, I haven't brought it up, but I feel like it's time now. I think you should. These, it's been about 15 years. Like I think mean it's girls time. to me. Call back. Uh, <laughs> Glad we circled back to fuck that. You, Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin said stretch to me, and it upset me greatly. All right. Two, uh, you were rear ended in a car. I was. That kid told people that I made it up that I got a concussion. It was pretty soon after the first one. So I got whiplash and I got Two another concussion. Two concussions in a row. This I is just want... Theo this Trompa, is... if you're listening to this, I do not forgive you. Wait, who was it? Theo Trompa. Theo Trompa? He looks exactly the way you're picturing him. That sounds like a made-up name. Exactly. Um... He looks like a kid whose picture you'd use on a fake ID. Yeah, because it Theo looked kind of like you, like and it was one name. of the Are you ones sure it you wasn't could just choose. Just a kid with a fake ID. Oh, that guy fucking sucks. All right, well, fuck you, Theo Trampa. <laughs> uh, three, you slipped and fell on ice. I don't even think we need that story. Okay, but a kid saw me from across the parking lot, saw me fall, stared at me, and just walked away. What was he supposed to? I mean, it's ice. If he came to get you, the ice might crack. All right. Well, we know where Joe stands on this situation. I don't know. I just think if someone falls on ice, it's like, well. <laughs> It's up to them now. <laughs> he can't send people. I mean, they've already like landed on the ice. It's probably cracking. You put more weight on it. I don't know. It just sounds like a drowning situation. Be okay. glad you escaped with just a concussion. But no, here's the interesting one. Uh, four, flopped on the ground like a fish. 
and I uh, I asked for an explanation, and you did it to make someone laugh. Um, so I was at summer camp. I went to summer camp for nine years. Was a counselor for one year. And they do this thing called a Dutch auction. I don't know what the origin of that is, but everybody just kind of went along with racist. it. Sounds racist. Can't be racist against <laughs> white people. Anyway, so you do all kinds of things. You run around the campus trying to find things, trying to do things. It's basically like a long-term sca- scavenger hunt sort of thing. But you get back, and you get to uh, everything you do is ranked. You come up with a song that has the word love in it, and everybody decides how good it is and whatever. And then one of the tasks was that you have to make one of the judges laugh. So there's four judges, which are all counselors. And everyone was like, Claire, you are the funniest person I've ever met. Why don't you go try to make them laugh? Quote. So I went up and I was just kind of like doing my thing. Right. Wasn't going great. <laughs> what does that even mean, doing your thing? Oh, I you, was kind of like you wiggled your hand around. So <laughs> I'm not clear what that wiggling hand motion meant. I was kind of like weaving through their legs like a cat sort of thing. You know, it would have worked in normal circumstances, but they were really on their game that night. Um, (laughs) And then as time was running out, I grabbed a piece of duct tape and I taped it over my mouth. And the time ran out and they were like, wait, um, what were you about to do? (laughs) And I was like, well, you know, I was going to flop on the ground like a fish. Good at improv, you know. And they're like, well, we kind of want to see that. We want to see <laughs> how that goes. So I literally did it. So, like, think about the inverse of the worm sort of thing. And I just kind of flopped for a while, like a good three minutes. And nobody. Three minutes of flopping? Three minutes of flopping with tie dye duct tape on my mouth. I don't think, yeah. Beatrice holding up a one finger, and I agree. You were not flopping for three minutes. It you were felt flopping. like three yeah, minutes. Yeah, it was probably like 15 seconds. I would imagine. You know when you bomb in a joke and it feels like the silence goes on for a long time? No, I don't know how that is. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> one day you will. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Claire, I feel like a lot of the stories of your concussions are people like treating you poorly. <laughs> okay but the worst part of that is that my counselor took me to the hospital so i didn't make anybody laugh but i still hurt myself so i went to the emergency room with a counselor and i went to see a doctor in the middle of kensington uh connecticut which i just do not recommend could not recommend less and the doctor said well what is a concussion and my counselor said well you know it's when your brain is rocking around your skull and he goes that's what some people think but i'm not sure so we left (laughs) 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 with like a really weird abstract idea of where i landed on that but i absolutely had a concussion would later find out like the sensitivity to lightness i mean i'd had enough concussions by that point to understand that that is exactly what happened it was a pure waste of the emergency room trip so do you have any advice for people who are trying to avoid concussions live with fear <laughs> live with fear i don't have fear you, yet i'm still you in that still teenage- don't I'm even still after seven i'm seven still in that teenager phase where you kind of feel like nothing actually affects you there's no real risk to anything so i continue to do things and then i end up hurting myself well claire on behalf of all of us <laughs> at <laughs> the connecticut comedy festival we're going to miss you. 
We're gonna or are miss you firing you. me now? Uh, no, no. I just feel like you are headed towards certain death. Uh, <laughs> so you don't need to fire me. Just like wait. We're just gonna <laughs> let nature take its course. You know, <laughs> Darwin will handle this one. <laughs> <laughs> Natural selection was based on me. Well, He's Claire, like she's not gonna last very long. It has been absolutely a pleasure having you. I'm gonna let you get back to your texting now. Uh, sorry to distract you from that. <laughs> But uh, no, we appreciate all your help. Thank you for everything, and I hope I hope you find some things to look forward to. Thank you, Joe. Have a wonderful night. You too. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening to the It's a Hustle podcast. If you enjoyed the way you listen, please give us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to your podcast. Uh, special thanks to Eric Donnelly of the Alternate Roots for our amazing theme song, to Brendan Rulane at Light Switch Advisor for our website and social media needs. Check him out if you need any help in those areas. And, of course, to Vans, who provide all of our footwear. Have a good one.